I would want to be Aaron at least. <laughs> yeah, I aspire to be an Aaron, but I'm like, <laughs> like a rising like, Aaron, no. but I'm a. Very <laughs> <laughs> that. Very yeah. that. But I'm like a Tatum son, so I'm going to die anyways. Yeah, yeah. So. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like a Ripley son. <laughs> a Ripley <laughs> moon just, at heart. Yeah. You know, I know I'm like that hero at heart. It just yeah. It's just like, <laughs> where is she? You know, when's she coming out? I'm Gabe. And I'm Kat. And we're the Ghouls Next next Door. door. Checking out spooky stuff. As we do. And as is promised every other week, we have a guest. Yes. Actually, it's like two guests in a row because last week. The guests that were promised. The guests that were promised. Yes. um, That we're very excited about. Um, We're closing out our Good Ghoul Gone Bad series. We have one more episode next week. And then it for that right now um but we wanted to talk to fellow podcasters because we're having a good time mm-hmm. <laughs> and and we could use this platform to be able to talk to people that we think are interesting so <laughs> why not use it uh so we are going to bring on uh adrian and stormy of slasher pod welcome hi welcome. oh my god hello <laughs> thank you for having us very yeah. privileged Yes, yeah, we stalk you both on Twitter. So (laughs) it was like, we're gonna come out of the (laughs) darkness, like from behind, like a tree of like, like fandom, you know, and instead actually like come talk to you, uh, like adults do. That sounds nice. Uh, (laughs) so thank you for for joining us, uh, and chatting with us because it's like horror souls, like you get it. (laughs) Do Um, enjoy horror. mm <laughs> yeah. Um, I would love to kind of start with one, uh, introducing your show to our listeners so that they know what you're about. So if they if want they don't to already. listen because they should, <laughs> for sure. Um, tell us a little bit about your show, Slasher. Um, so our podcast is the Slasher Podcast. We take a delusional look into the art of horror and all things spooky, kooky, and terrifying. Uh, Stormy and I are very much reintroducing ourselves, I guess, to the world of horror. Uh, we grew up loving it and just being really obsessed with it. And as we kind of grew with age and kind of, you know, life got in the way, uh, we kind of fell off a little bit. So start of the pandemic, we're like, you know what? We got to keep ourselves going somehow. Let's start talking about horror. Let's reintroduce ourselves to some of our favorite movies and movies we've never seen before and tend to take a fun, lighthearted approach to the entire genre. Exciting. And how did you all decide like that? Like, were you already friends and then you were like, let's make a show together? Or were you like, <laughs> like, how did that come about? Yeah. So Adrian and I were actually um, co-workers and we kind of just kept in touch, even though both of us left that hell of a job. <laughs> like he said, I mean, he's one of my best friends. So and the, horror was like one of the first things that we ever bonded over outside of that job. So it just made sense. We've we talked about having a podcast for a good like 
I don't know, two years before we even sat down and was like, are you serious? And then it wasn't until the panty hit that we were actually did anything with it. So, yeah. Well, that's exciting. If there's ever a time <laughs> to like yeah. do it. Yeah. Like, Honestly, we're like, we've been talking about it for years. Let's just do it. We have the time to do it at this moment. So let's do it. And yeah, here we are now over a year later, which is crazy. Yeah, nice. yeah. Still trying to process 2020, and 2021 is like over. Yes. And I'm like, what? How, how did we do that? <laughs> We're so in the thick of it all. Here. Yeah, it's scary. We're so in the thick of it all. So like, it really feels like nothing's changed since 2020. So yeah, we're doing the best we can. Yeah, yeah. And you are. <laughs> You're doing great, uh, oh, as you. far as I can tell. Um, yeah, we we are similar in that we like we were friends who bonded over horror, um, and it was like you know pitched this podcast idea, and then it was just like one night we were super tired, like after work, and I was like, let's record it. <laughs> let's record the first episode. Yeah. Awful. The first episode's ter- so terrible. I tell people not allowed to listen to it. Um, <laughs> and then I think we immediately like went out after that yeah like, we went dancing after that, which was insanity oh my gosh what a vibe uh, we were fueled by use and alcohol uh, <laughs> yes. that was definitely i miss i'm like how how did i, I do don't that? but i miss <laughs> the friendship time <laughs> i don't miss being 22 or 20 whatever yeah. it was <laughs> very true very true yeah i don't miss that either i just miss like not wanting to go to sleep at like nine <laughs> that's true that's true i miss just being able to drink alcohol and like not have my stomach just disintegrate into like nothing right after the fact that's my problem now so the curse yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was like i never got hung over and now all of a sudden i'm dying (laughs) literally death literal death the next day yeah i was like wow i wish i could be the way i was when i was 21 yeah but now like with this brain (laughs) <laughs> exactly right right making smart decisions yeah um <laughs> what are so we get asked this often because there's like your favorite horror but what kind of like subgenre of horror is the most frightening to each of you like that like gets to you reg- like you're like oh no <laughs> here we go hmm Sharmi, you want to go first um i would say like paranormal type of things like aliens i'm not they don't sit right with me which is so silly i feel like (laughs) i can watch people be cut apart into pieces all the time but aliens i'm scared (laughs) (laughs) well they're so real right it's like it's only a matter of time and they're like they're they're so much smarter than us because they came here and they probably just going to use this as like where and it's like we're going to be treated the way we've been treating all the other creatures (laughs) So it's like, no, don't do that to us. Don't harvest us and just use us as your food. Like, oh no. It's terrifying. But after the last two years, I'm like, do it. Go ahead. Every time I see a time, every time I see a headline, I'm just just waiting for the next one to be aliens have made themselves known. It's almost like a new spaceship or something. Like 
mm-hmm. point in time where it was like, there's a, we found an earth that's, or something that looks <laughs> like earth and it's very close. I was like, how did, what do you mean we just found one? And it's like very close. What do you, where's uh, it been? What has it been every doing? Day. Every day I'm waiting for <laughs> Where has it been? Yeah, I was like, yeah, I didn't find this class. Like, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> who's on there? Why? Um, yeah, I totally get that. Like, aliens can definitely be really scary because <laughs> like you can't even blame them. Um Oh, they can be really sad, like District Nine. Super uh, sad. Yes. <laughs> what about you, Adrian? Um, I think probably the most terrifying horror, like subgenre, to me is probably like psychological horror. So Ari Aster's done a good job with this recently, Midsummer, Hereditary, uh, stuff where it's like very visceral. Like you feel almost like you're a part of the person's thought process. That really scares me. Um, kind of happened a little bit in the Baba Duke as well. Those kind of horror movies really terrify me. Like they make me really uncomfortable. Uh, in a good way, like with rewatches and stuff, like I tend to kind of gravitate towards that type of movie. I was mm-hmm. like, kind of continue to like learn about it and watch it, but it's definitely the hardest subgenre for me to sit through, uh, just because it probably feels the most dark. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, imagine if, like, you know, like you're going through this thing and you have to deal with it, and uh, uh, emotions uh, are real. <laughs> just how the crying happens, like it's so convincing. Mm-hmm. This, like it's. That also, like, really hit me about those, like, two films by Ari Aster. Like, I, the level of pain that you can hear viscerally in those cries. Yep. I Tony think Collette's about it. Amazing. And it <laughs> yes, it's so good. Florence Pugh was also amazing. Like, they both do a great job with, like, mm-hmm. conveying emotion. So, and as a Pisces, emotions scare me. <laughs> <laughs> so seeing people cry so viscerally, I'm like, mm, yeah, definitely me in my room, like, every night at 2 a.m. So. Yeah. <laughs> roasting me in this movie theater uh yeah i get that we when we did um mental health awareness uh one of the films that we did was surprising to us how emotional it was and like it, it's super stressful i don't know if you've seen it but it, they look like people uh-huh. i've never seen it it's like um pretty like low budget in I think like it really just got swept under the rug. Like people didn't know about it, but it's a a man who has uh, schizophrenia or something similar and like is experiencing this like kind of psychotic break where he thinks something's going on. Um, But it's, it's really about him and his friends and how like he is like kind of trying to deal with what's going on and not like, you know, be afraid or, or worried, but also knowing that maybe things aren't all right. And the friend like trying to figure out a way to, approach it in a safe way <laughs> you know like okay. like oh like let's talk this out like there's nothing wrong with you like we just have to figure out what's going on so we can do it and it was just very stressful um because you've because there's no like score there's no like music score it's all just like almost as if you're just living in their lives so it feels like you're just hanging out with these two friends and you know something's going on and also like it's very minimal but like whenever there are scary things happening um like when you kind of get a glimpse into what he might be seeing it is like really scary <laughs> i was like i don't yeah, know what i would too. do if like i was seeing that you know like if i was like if when like how do i because it's not like you're you're gonna 100 be like oh take me to the hospital i'm not right. well like, that's not how that works <laughs> so instead it's just yeah. like oh this is real this is happening to me and it's not any less real because it is in your mind right um so it's very good 
highly recommend. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm gonna totally watch that. <laughs> like maybe watch something happy after. <laughs> you know, like emotion. Okay, challenge accepted. I will I will watch it. <laughs> Is it like streaming anywhere? Where How did you watch, watch it? it? Tubi maybe? Maybe Tubi. Uh, Okay, cool. I will challenge myself to watch it now. Let me add it to my watch list because I like that kind of stuff. It it freaks me out, but that's like where I get like my actual horror fix from the horror genre. (laughs) So I'm so down. Yeah, it's good. It's just like emotional time, Um, which is the the other question I have. So like those are the things that really scare you. But is there like a subgenre of horror that you're just like excited? Like if you see it come out, you're like, yes, let's go see that. This is going to be a thrill. (laughs) This is going to be fun. Uh, for me, obviously, it's slasher films. You know, the namesake of the podcast. I think they're so silly and they're so ridiculous. Uh, but they just speak to me. I don't know what it is about them. I just enjoy them tremendously. Uh, just the aspect of, like, anybody could be slashing people. It freaks me out and it's really fun. It's the most it's logical fear. Yeah. yeah. It is. People murdering other people. Happens all the time. <laughs> but it's great. I love it. I love the tropes. I love the falling down. I love the car not starting. I love the, you know, if you're having premarital sex, you're probably going to die. Mm-hmm. It's all so funny to me. And I think it's great. Even when it's deconstructed, like in Scream or Cabin in the Woods, like they're still so fun. And I just, I love them. It's the easiest genre or subgenre within horror to pick apart. But mm-hmm. it's also like the one that offers probably the most fun to me personally, though. Yeah. And it, it also like, in that allows itself to be like made fun of, but in like a playful way. Like it's, it's right. a horror, like the same directors who are making the like authentic slashers are the ones making the ones making fun of slashers. Right. <laughs> Cause they're like, isn't this funny how we did this? <laughs> yeah. This is what we do. <laughs> Even in like modern slashers, like, I mean, you guys were talking about it a little bit earlier as well uh, with freaky and like happy death day and even like series like the mtv series uh the scream series on mtv like Mm -hmm. i like the modern approach to slashers like they feel genuinely like they're actual teenagers now which is really Mm -hmm. interesting it's fun um so i just like the approach that they've taken with them i think they've been nailing it within the last couple of years and especially i mean now we have Candyman, halloween kills coming up as well Mm -hmm. and like a new scream movie so i'm just i feel like they're moving in a good direction so i'm like very happy with the subgenre thus far yeah what about you, Stormy? Um, my excitement comes from like body horror, like torture porn, uh, like the later saws, maybe like uh, teeth stuff like that. Um, I like to be grossed out, so <laughs> that's where I find my happiness. <laughs> yes, I you, I remember I had uh, House of Wax on like DVD and there was like a summer where like we just didn't have cable or something. So I'd watch like the five DVDs I had <laughs> and there's like, <laughs> one where I just I watched House of Wax so many times and there's like one day my mom came home from work and I was like sitting on the couch and this horrific scene like I think when they're like peeling the like the thing off and I'm like mm-hmm. eating like ramen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and <I> was, like, <laughs> It's just like, what are Slow what's happening right now? Yeah. It's just like, why is this what you are? And I'm just like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, why like, in the ramen, like eating, just like, she's like, this is horrifying. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I love so I get it. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Is fun. So much fun. Yeah. And like, Paris Hilton. <laughs> like, I, like, <laughs> 
the mark oh my it's about her getting it in that movie so it was very fun and she has a great little chase scene running around like that empty mm-hmm. parking or whatever it is and all the vehicles yeah. i love it i love when people are running between empty cars <laughs> i love like parking garage scenes i think they're really fun there's a good one in scream four in cursed as well uh they're great i love being in because parking garage so scary and like abandoned vehicles freak me out for whatever reason so i love her little chase scene yeah because it's like urban legends like anyone could be in there i still check the back seat every time i get in my car it will never stop yeah yeah there was a time before i got glasses that uh I just couldn't see very well. And you know how those cars that have like stuff on their head rest mm-hmm. things, like they'll put masks oh, yeah. or faces. Oh, yes. And like when I couldn't see very accurately, I'd be like, what is that? <laughs> Who's in there? Why? Why are you sitting in your car? And it's no one's in there. Yeah. <laughs> It'll still happen when I'm Endlessly. walking into the store. And it's probably like Peter Griffin or somebody from like Family Guy. It's like their yeah. face on there, but it still freaks me out every time I see it. <laughs> yeah. Person in the place. We're not animated. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like somebody from Adventure Time, and I'm still like (laughs) a visceral reaction still. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Screaming. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We had like a uh I was like walking home. It was like it was late. Oh yeah. I was coming from a Call of Cthulhu campaign, like that we went like we walked to. And so we were like walking home, it was like 11 p.m. <laughs> like we walked past and there was like this car in the corner and like nothing touched it Mm-mm. we were just like we were walking and all of a sudden it like it's alarm or something came on but it was not any like you know there's a typical car alarms that you hear right. like i think there are like songs <laughs> about the stupid alarm it was not that it was like alarms and then like honking but there was no one in it and it was just like hon, 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 hon. It was, like this whole thing and we were just like what and we're like walking along and it's it was Cthulhu. so obnoxious, very yeah, scary. And then it just stopped. And, then, uh-uh. <laughs> and my partner looked in at the same time. We were like, hmm. <laughs> and then we just kept walking. <laughs> it's just like no, man. that could have been like the like the worst the thing in a horror movie, you know? And we were just like, whatever. <laughs> we just came from spooky times. We're immune. That's what <laughs> no. thing about being a horror fan is like. See, like realizing you're in like a really kind of weird situation and then you're like you think in the most extreme way like oh this is mm-hmm. a horror movie scen- like scenario i'm about to probably die and then you have to like try to convince yourself it's not gonna happen you're like no no those are just movies but that happens at least like 20 day with me i'm like this is it this something's gonna happen right here now and then it doesn't so i'm like just yeah, i gotta convince myself that i'm not gonna like die in this moment i have to do it constantly the gripe of yeah. being a horror fan Dude, I guess. that was me at, at halloween horror nights I had an entire breakdown being like, there's people <laughs> covered in blood. Somebody could be here murdering people and we would n- think nothing of it because they're method actors. And I had a complete <laughs> breakdown. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, yeah. That's so stressful. <laughs> yeah. This is not fun. I know. Get yourself out of that situation. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast. Just- <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. At all. yeah, there was like there's a time where I was like I've always been very into true crime and like I read watch listen just all of it <laughs> like all kinds yeah and it was just like every like I was just always ingesting some true crime like I was like either a tv show and then I would listen to a podcast on the way to work and I was reading a book before I went to bed all this stuff and 
there just became a part where I had to like stop completely because I was just so paranoid mm -hmm. and like terrified of being like my anxiety was like at an 11 <laughs> so, like I was just like I was like I'm always on and always aware I was like people are being murdered always like all the time there's so much and that's not true like people are getting murdered often but it's not like <laughs> when you're that's all you're listening to I'm like why am I alive still so it was just like I was like I can't leave the house I can't trust humans and I still can't but it's like <laughs> it's like not as severe because it was getting uh, really you. rough there for a minute but I'll still I'll still like you know dabble in some I don't crime I don't know if anyone else does this. I don't know if this is just like an ADHD thing that I saw attributed to ADHD on TikTok. Um, but it's like scenario creation where you're sitting somewhere and you'd be like, okay, that guy in front of me, he he looks like big. He, he could do a thing, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. What if he was just like, yeah. I'm a punch the cashier? Or yeah, like, you know, like, go? <laughs> if he just decided he didn't like me right now and just like uh -huh. lifted me and threw me into... <laughs> <laughs> chips display like you know like i don't know if anyone else does that but that's something yeah, that i do yeah. often where i'm like in public and i'm like i'm in a closed space like if you're on the subway oh my god oh, we're like no. i can't even leave here yeah this is it you're in I do that all the time i plan escape like routes in my head yes. I go anywhere. that's what i do i'm like okay so if whatever the scenario could be anything like i don't try to fixate on like who it's gonna be that causes the scene i'll just be like somebody's gonna do it it could be anybody it could be anybody it could be the grandma down like right down there it could be any one of us but i plan like my escape i'm like okay so if something does happen where can i go where's the exits is you know i remember walking up these steps was there a hallway to the left to the right like i plan out how i'm gonna get out of any type of situation that's what i that's how my anxiety works that's how i operate yeah i could be at a Poor house party you. Yes, it really has because I am always trying to figure out the best way to escape. Like that's my, especially when I'm home alone, it's the worst. Like mm -hmm. I have to seclude myself in one room because I'm like I can't. Like because I, I'm already planning out like what's gonna happen. I was like I'll be in the upstairs bedroom because I can get down to like the little balcony area and I can jump down. It's the safest way for me to get out of this house just in case. So that's what I do. Is I make up those scenarios in my head. Yeah, yeah. maybe don't get a cat. <laughs> Just because they'll knock things over in the middle of the night and you'll be like, because I do that. Like if I hear a big bang and it's just a cat knock something down downstairs and I'm just like, this is it. This is the no, moment. The, it's the opposite for me because I'll like, I'll be out. Like I'll be like at a hotel or something. Like I'm like somewhere else where my cats are not and there are no cats. And then I'll hear a sound and I won't react immediately because I'm like, oh, it's cats. And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> so I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> so then it's like, now I'm afraid. And it was just like, you know, the fridge, you know, or something. So it was just like, that's my cats. Um, I think like law and order and true crime taught me like to like never have like a, a routine. Like when I, when I used to go outside. People can figure out. <laughs> yeah. Like there was always like, yeah, I'll take this, this bus. But like, sometimes I get off on here and sometimes I walk this way. And if Girl. you ever like catch someone who's like, maybe like walk it a little too close or you saw them for too long. Like you're like, this is odd that we would. So then it's like, now we're going to take this route and we're going to go around. We're going to stop in this store where there's a lot of people today and we're going to go buy something, some chips, whatever it is. <laughs> and I've had a few times where like, 
there's been really shady stuff. And then it's like, okay, now's the time where we called the friend and the friend is on the line. And look at how many times I've called Kat. Like, I'm walking home. <laughs> it's like shady people, possibly. <laughs> so just you're on the line and you know to call for help. <laughs> Something happens because you're talking to me right now. So I definitely have those. Because it's like that, like, you just like are hyper aware of like, you know, there could be people here. And like, Horror, why are you here? It's prepared us for sure. <laughs> it really has. It's allowed us to be prepared for the worst <laughs> at any given moment. And I'm grateful for it because it helps yeah. me at least be prepared. You really never know. You really never know. So, yeah. I think we, speed. yeah, I think we had, um, there was like a study that like horror, like fans are better equipped for like disasters or for like, like, you know, scenarios in which things are chaotic because it doesn't take us as long to like adjust to the fact that like things are wrong. <laughs> right? Right. Like we, cause some people are like, if something dramatic or awful or, you know, someone's murdered or something, right. Like there's this whole element of that, like being like having to deal with the fact that you're like seeing this. Right. And there's right. like a level of, like that we kind of skip over, like we're obsessed with that, but it's also like, okay, now next step we have to go like, you know, like it's like, all right, now we're going to the next thing. Um, <laughs> which is just like, cause you're, you're um, it's not so much like you're not desensitized. If anything, you're empowered to now be able to react uh, a step ahead because you're not right. delayed by like the initial reaction of like, Oh, scary it's like all right good we put nails in it we put it under the window yes next yes fully that me every day she is my idol so yeah, yeah. that's how i want to be in any type of given situation is to be like aaron yeah mm-hmm. I, wish, I wish i could be that cool I just be like the sister in that movie though, and just like run out of the house though, and like just like yeah. that's what I would yeah. do. But I would want to be Aaron at least. <laughs> yeah, I aspire to be an Aaron, but I'm like, <laughs> like a rising I'm like, Aaron, not. but I'm a very <laughs> <laughs> that, very yeah. that. But I'm like a Tatum son, so I'm gonna yeah, have like, it anyways. Yeah, yeah. So. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like a Ripley son and <laughs> a Ripley moon at heart. Yeah. You know, I know I'm like that hero at heart. It just like yeah, it's just like where is she? You know, when's she coming out? <laughs> Who knows? Um, awesome. Yeah, I yeah, I love like the horror toolkit that you kind of get from watching them. Uh, and I feel like if you if people aren't horror fans, they just don't get that. <laughs> you know, they just think we're like kind of crazy. They think we're, we're crazy. weirdos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're like, no, actually it's like honestly, like it, especially since we started this podcast and we started interviewing other podcasters, um, mostly because there was like we went to a convention and it was awful. It was like a horror convention. Of course, it was like in New Jersey, which already was a red flag uh, <laughs> to know who was going to be there. But it was like very much not people like us. And it wasn't like we did not feel like we belonged. I was like, there's no way we could have a table set up where we're talking about like educating you on like social horror. <laughs> like, you know, like right. these people just like idolize like Jason, you know, like they want to be the murderer <laughs> like, and then yeah. you know, they have their like hot girlfriend who's like 
also likes to be murdered. Like, I was like, I don't know what we're doing here. So it very much felt like, are we like, are we, are we like outsiders in like horror? Right. But then like, you know, get kind of connecting with um, other, you know, creators and podcasters in the horror world and specifically like seeking out people who are like saying things and uh, appreciating it and seeing horror for like the merits. Um, so like you are, <laughs> like you both, it was just like, oh no, there's a community here and they're just like us. And like, we're so thankful that, you know, that you're putting out content um so that you know others can see the how fun horror <laughs> can be because uh, it's always a blast like like i said we get pretty depressed on our show because we're always like humans are trash <laughs> like that's it that's our whole thesis so sometimes it's <laughs> nice to just kick back and be like what about the fun parts <laughs> like, having fun uh-huh. for five minutes let me allow myself this <laughs> yeah let people enjoy things sometimes yes <laughs> yes the rest of the time (laughs) i should stop whispering into the mic so people can hear yeah this is a podcast (laughs) i'm living for the asmr realness though doesn't bother me any every time i go to that uh twitch there's like (laughs) it's a more streamer and it's just like blah 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 licks microphone i was like what is what's happening (laughs) and they're on the front page and i'm just like how do we get to this i I mean they get the views so i just need to start licking microphones yeah like play some graveyard kids and lick your microphone (laughs) (laughs) just like get really close (laughs) start whispering about it and then i think i'm just gonna walk up and down my stairs and start breathing into my microphone really loud yeah i'm like (laughs) asmr post-workout status (laughs) me heavy breathing into my mic if it makes me money i'm down right my biggest flaw should we start another podcast (laughs) (laughs) yes honestly you can borrow my asthma I have my own. Thank Don't you. worry. <laughs> I am literally dying in my house every day, going up and down the stairs with that COVID yeah. plus thirty I got. So oh, yeah. no. <laughs> I feel every day. But I picked the house with stairs, so I asked for it. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fake fitness because it's like you got to do it, so you don't really realize until after. Like, why you convince you yourself that, that it's going to help, and it doesn't. <laughs> at all it really doesn't help me any yeah it just makes it depressing (laughs) i gotta go up these again to get to the comfort Uh, anytime we have guests that's all i ever hear they're like i'm not the stairs to have to go to the bed and i'm like like sorry about it stormy was the same way when she was here when she came and visited it was just my family was like Mm -hmm. that i'm like i know i'm sorry guys but (laughs) oh well oh well Yeah. yeah I'm feral now, so I just go up the steps upstairs. like all four. Oh. <laughs> go ahead, sir. My B. Sorry. I was just going to say, every time somebody went upstairs, I'd be like, uh, could you get this? Because I don't want to go upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love it. <laughs> yeah. What were you saying, Kat? You said you're feral? I'm feral now. So <laughs> when I go up the steps, uh, I go up on all fours. Just like I climb with my oh, hands wow. and my feet. It's I just fun. That. And okay, makes it okay. easier, I think, even if it doesn't. I'm going to do um, that starting today. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Um, you get a lot of weird looks uh, <laughs> if you live with anybody other than yourself. But uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. 
when you get a cat, they'll give you the weird looks. Yeah. <laughs> like, what they'll think I'm one of them. Yeah, like, yeah. why are you doing this? Giant friend. <laughs> you mock us. <laughs> I'm ready for my cat now. You guys are just hyped up cats unbelievably. Listen, I have stuff that falls in this house anyways on its own. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to give it attention. So if a cat's here, at least <laughs> yeah. I, have, I have an excuse to why I'm hearing things now. So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so friend it. Yeah. yeah. Don't keep they it on always, the control. like, stare... Like right no. into the darkness, <laughs> they always and you're just like, what are you looking at? I'm so scared. <laughs> like, because they're just like staring at something, something that we can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and their eyes are super wide, and you're just, and, or they'll meow, and you're like, please don't, <laughs> don't talk to it right I'll now. Just like, out of whatever room I'm in, they're they gotta go. If they start staring, it's you can go somewhere else. Yeah, it's like okay. go talk to your demon friends over there because <laughs> I don't want to talk to them today. Um, <laughs> reminds me of a. a one of the first episodes we did was about the Twitter ghost story, um, Dear David. Uh, that story Adam's is insane. Love. Yes. We like, we were like crazy about it. And it, we were like, anytime there was an update, I was like, cat, <laughs> like sent it to you. We were like, yeah. gotta read this together. Right. And just like the pictures and the video. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And there's like a, there was another, I can't remember the name of it, but like this writer who was like, I went to this cabin and I was like, cause I was going to write there. And then it ended up where like he was mailed this like teddy bear or whatever that like he had tried to get rid of earlier. It was like this whole thing. And I was like, Oh God, Um, (laughs) this person's amazing. Twitter mm -hmm. is great. Uh, (laughs) That's what I think of like, (laughs) because he had like at the beginning, it was the cats looking at something and he was like, why are you acting weird at night? He set up the camera. Did we get the confirmation on if it was real or not? I'm pretty sure he said it wasn't. um, Okay. I knew he was like doing like a movie or something. I don't think it's ever like coming to fruition, but he was like talking to people about like making, commitment though that would be so cool he was he, so committed yeah and it would be like every night because then he would also like just not talk for a while like if something big happened he would just disappear from twitter for like yes. weeks and then he'd pop up and be like okay so here's what happened um yes. he now does like uh he has like horror comics because he does like the funny like buzzfeed comics yeah he mm-hmm. has sets of horror ones and they're like really short horror stories that are really unsettling and i love them like every time it pops up a new one i'm like oh good thank you adam <laughs> thank you it was a great story though it really kept me on my toes i remember when i because i came to it like after like everything had already happened pretty much i had the distinct pleasure just being able to like consume it all in like one night so i was watching um what is her name loie lane on youtube she did like a whole like breakdown of everything but i watched it with my partner and like he was so terrified after we watched that because he was just like, I'm like, I don't want to go to sleep. I don't want to do anything now. Like, I'm literally so terrified. And I was like, mm, David well. is here. Yeah, wow. David's going to come and get us now. But then I was like making fun of him. And then I went and laid down and like had nightmares the rest of the night. So <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, I just really loved like the community because like he would post a picture. He would post a few pictures and be like, so here's my room, whatever. And then the comments would be people like I enhanced the photo or like yeah. i played your sound through this like thing and then all of a sudden you can hear you could see they would like trace like there's a little boy here i was like stop it <laughs> like, why are you adding to this like how dare you <laughs> we need something like that to happen again yeah yeah, yeah. especially in the pandemic we got time yeah because it's like all you are is at home and like it's already like it would be kind of similar to host of like we're all stuck here. 
you know? So it's like, mm-hmm. where else should the horror happen than the place you can't leave? <laughs> it's like here and now it's, it's haunted too, um, which I think would be funny. If I was in those shoes, I would be live tweeting that shit. There's no breaks. There's no nothing like yeah. every second of my life <laughs> until it was solved or I died. Yeah, everyone's going to know. <laughs> because one of these tweets is going to stop I'm dying through. on live. Like, we're live streaming it, and that's when I die. That's okay. <laughs> going out. It's going to happen. It has to. The, the main reason for me starting a podcast and getting people to follow me is just in case I go missing, people are aware. <laughs> yeah, like, know that I'm not the kind of person who wants to go mm-hmm. off map. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I don't want to go for Uh-huh, exactly. <laughs> I die not, not quietly. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. If I go missing, I want people to realize just in case like wow there hasn't been a episode in quite some time let's see where adrian's at and then they can figure out what's happening with me that's my goal yeah. in life, just in case like some of those yeah. podcasts or it's like um not limetown but there was one where like her friend was investigating something and she went missing and so then she started investigating it and it was like a game or something um, not the, true crime. Was- the true crime community is next level i can't yeah. i'm terrified by true crime stories like i literally they're real <laughs> real scares me i was uh i heard one podcast i already forgot it was years ago but they had talked about a story about like a young girl who of course had been picked up and sexually assaulted but like the man had like cut off her arms and like threw her have you heard about that one he like threw her like off the side of like the road or whatever mm-hmm. to the crawl her way back up with no arms and like had to like it was insane. And after reading that story, I was like, mm, I am surely done looking into true crime. Yeah. <laughs> after that, I could yeah. not. It's just like, what do people do? And then it's like, okay, I'm going to go watch some comfort horror. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, this is make-believe. Uh-huh. It's, it's okay. Like, I'll watch some Evil Dead or like Asher's the Evil Dead because it's uh, absurd and I feel safe. <laughs> right. Exactly. I have to. I, I really can't. Like, it's the one thing. When we do our true crime episodes, like, it's I like the research is like tough for me. It's really hard for me to read that stuff. It really out. So. Yeah. Yeah. We plan, we always plan to do a true crime. Like we've done one true crime episode um, for our 50th a long time ago, but we are planning to do a series and we were going to do it like three different times this year. And we kept pushing it back. Cause I'm like, ah, oh, no, no, no. It's scary. <laughs> I don't want to do it right now. I don't want to do it, it right really now. It's so tough. <laughs> Like, I don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we just keep pushing it back. But maybe next year we'll have a true crime. Um, but it'll probably be, like, broader than just, like, one story. It'd be like, this. here's, like, you know, um, the satanic panic. What was that about? What do you do? Um, <laughs> <laughs> just good. Uh, but we also watch stuff. You all pitched a fun film <laughs> so that we could uh, roast it. Or just enjoy it, <laughs> bask in it. Um, Kat, why don't you tell us about Deep Blue Sea? Yeah, so Deep Blue Sea is from 1999. Um, it is searching for a cure to Alzheimer's disease. A group of scientists on an isolated research facility become prey as a trio of intelligent sharks fight back. That's like the most ridiculous. Like, why do the sharks have to be smart? Like, I get it. Like, they're like your brain is bigger, but that doesn't equal. Equal the same thing. <laughs> okay, so I do have a question then. So, do you guys like consider like this type of movie a horror movie? Yeah, it's terrifying. Like okay, the sharks good. are eating you. Theoretically, yes. I think like if it was made today, and it was like slightly more ocean focused, or yeah. like 
technology technology was a little more updated, it would have got me because I am so afraid of water, like ocean. I don't go in there. We don't know what's in there. No, <laughs> <We don't. laughs> um, and usually it really get like messes me up. But I think because it was from 1999, like I remember watching it and being like, I'm not scared, but I feel like I would be if just like a few things were slightly because I never saw it before. Like I didn't see it oh, okay. in its original, like when it was like on TV and stuff. Like mm-hmm. this is my first instance ever seeing it. So I feel like maybe if I saw it when I was younger, I would have just been dead, like so terrified. <laughs> um, but I think just because like I'm older and I've seen scarier ocean times mm-hmm. that I'm like, this is fine. This is funny. Okay, we're good. We're good. Right. But I think it is horror or whatever. Like that's horror for you. So it's like there are documentaries. They eat bones <laughs> and they just live in the ocean. Oh, what if yeah. they were up here? <laughs> They're not. No. Um, it, this is one of the films that uh, I was very excited that you pitched it because it was it was always fun. Um, and whenever it was on TV, I was like, okay we're watching this it's like what there's like a handful of those films that like whenever right. it was on you know like sweet home alabama like it's on i'm watching <laughs> it i'm watching it <laughs> now i have to go look for it because i'm on cable but i'm like there are just times i'm like i want to watch this thing so deep blue sea was one of those where it's like when it was on i was watching it um and it was also it's also a film because i've always kind of considered it horror because when people like when we always have those arguments of like are there ever like black characters that survive this is one of the films that i mentioned because i'm like right. oh cool i got there he's so great um i was like we need to change his name to to uh, GL Cool J for Gabe Loves Cool James. <laughs> God, like, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough out of you today. And no more, she said. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was just like typing, like, isn't he so cute? And I was, whole, like, I was like live tweeting because she had watched it before me. Uh, just my reactions. I was like, why, why are the sharks smart? <laughs> why do we need that? So like, smart. I never, I, I, I couldn't figure out in rewatching it, like, where. I mean, because I guess they do say that, like, they enhance the brain capacity or, like, they made the brains bigger. I was like, but y'all never, like, really explained how that makes them smarter. Like, the bigger brain equals more smart. And I was like, sure, let's roll with that. Because <laughs> yeah. they don't, like, explain, like, really what, like, yeah. what, like, how. They just give them bigger brain. And then they randomly are, like, now super large and super big because, because why? don't know they don't explain it they're just really smart really big for whatever reason yeah. so we just gotta have, like, with it. they have like location detection like because there's times where they're like really far and there's like lots of metal between them the sharks and the character and they're still coming to them and, and they like, don't have do like know? echolocation yeah like, how do you know they're the in here <laughs> what are you doing i don't understand <laughs> at all but you know what it's fine <laughs> you know in the podcast. <gasps> oh no, sorry. There you go. Oh, you're back. Sorry. <laughs> I was just saying, I feel like my my uh part of the podcast is like pointing out like all the silly things and all the things that aren't logical. And I completely missed my part in the podcast because you just have to have to throw all reality out of your brain and all knowledge that you know to enjoy this movie it's so silly (laughs) it really is yeah because like and those are some of the fun like the most fun is when you just have to be like 
this is what it is. Like, you just have to believe it. Um, Because that's like Snowpiercer. <laughs> like, you know, no one's like, yeah. like, if you start trying to ask questions, like, what, how? Why trade? Why trade? Like, how do we, <laughs> like, how does this work? I was like, don't ask those questions. That's yeah. not what's important here. <laughs> it's not, you know, physics. Right. And even, I mean, it hasn't aged well at all because like even like the science behind like some of the shark things, like the fact that they don't have cancer or that they can't have cancer or like they they don't rest often. Like, I mean, over, I mean, in the last 20 years, like those have been debunked already. Like sharks do have cancer. They do take rest periods. So like, I mean, unfortunately, even with age, like the crazy science that we're supposed to just buy into has gotten even more crazy, but it makes it even more hilarious. So. Yeah. Yeah. It like, and I yeah, I think that's just part of the fun because you're just like, this is fictional. <laughs> so it's a good time. Um, which is great because you need that sometimes. I think the, the there's like a little bit of commentary in it with like, you know, like big pharma, you know. Right. <laughs> so we're like, you know, you're your own, like you're bringing your own downfall. Messing, right. Like, you know, pretend to be God. I was like, didn't we learn this with Jurassic Park? Samuel L. Jackson. You didn't learn this from Jurassic Park. <laughs> like, what are you doing here? <laughs> like, you are now Hammonds. Because there's, like, a part in the, in the like, the helicopter when he's coming in, and he says, we spared no expense. And I was like, you? <laughs> how did I didn't you even not? catch that. Yeah. He's like, we spared no. I was like, how? You, you can't. What? <laughs> like, you're literally saying the thing. How do you, like, you are the problem right now. Um, He's the Hammond I, in this situation. Yes. <laughs> and I love that conversation between him and LL. Cause like <laughs> LL is pretty much like, pl- like play stupid white people problems, get stupid white people answers, right? Like you're just playing into this. And Sam is like the money though. <laughs> pretty much. I will say though, too, I got like really uncomfortable for like a second as well. I mean, not to like turn the silly movie into anything deeper than it needs to be, but like in rewatching it, uh, like when Carter's character, Thomas Jane, I think he, like when he first meets L, uh, when he meets Samuel L. Jackson for the first time, like he's like super like standoffish and like really kind of Mm -hmm. rude to him. And I was like, oh, racist. But then I was like, okay, well, like if we're looking into his character, I guess, you know, he's, juvenile and like rich people make him uncomfortable kind of thing so it's like i guess we'll roll with that but the entire time i was like mm, i'm a little uncomfortable with like their interactions with one another yeah, it's, just, yeah. <laughs> it's a little strange to me he also had those weird like interactions with the lead like doctor lady or scientist lady because yeah. that was also just like classism <laughs> where she was just like oh you went to prison in your know, scum and he's like <laughs> like okay i'd hang out with you i'm a i can friend. abuse you because you can't get you other jobs matter. and i'm like oh my god no i can't evil. wait for her to die she's so <laughs> <It's> evil fine <laughs> i do love yeah. when they're trying to find the wet they all get into wetsuits and she's like okay i need the sexiest one and i'm gonna unzip it a little i was like we're in the middle of like terror like, there are sharks after us. Do we have to pause for you? I know. Like, we had to <laughs> like, pause. Now literally I to run. have her completely disrobe, like down yeah. to almost nothing. We have to take a moment to do that in this movie because why not? Yeah. And she kills a shark in that entire scene as well. So, you know, yeah. the power yeah. of her naked body, I guess. <laughs> and everyone was like, no, <laughs> why are you still here? Get out of here. Um, yeah, it's it's hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah i was thrilled when she died which is probably mean um, oh no she needed to go but when it happened sure. i was like that's good i understand but then i was also just like why the why, let the shark go 
Yeah. People are trash. Just like LL's fine. Let him sit there and let the shark handle the rest of the trash humanity. Like, just like... Go free. Because <laughs> he's also like, it just wants to be free. And I was like, why yes. would you really this shark? Like, what is it going to do? Go and like revolutionize and like the, right. the other sharks. Like he's going to educate them to like <laughs> rise up. They don't like, just get big brain imagine. all of a sudden. Like, yeah, he's not going to like all the like, then we're going to have like a team of sharks that are after it. Like, that's not how that works. Let them go. <laughs> also, <laughs> they can't breeze on land. To deep blue so. purge. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> deep blue purge. That's amazing. Yeah. All the sharks just have like legs randomly and they start walking out of the ocean. Imagine. Yeah. That's what yeah. their fear is, I guess. Sharknado meets deep blue sea meets purge. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We need to make it. Pay for it. it. We need to find <laughs> the money. Yeah. I've, All I've, king I've, sharks. <laughs> Oh, I love King Shark. Um, <laughs> started calling my cats King Shark, like all of them. Uh, and my partner doesn't think it's very funny. <laughs> He's like, that's not their name. And I'm just like, you're King Shark. <laughs> you're King Shark. He's like, that's not his name. He doesn't know that. <laughs> they don't know that's not their name. Um, <laughs> King Shark, all they want. Uh, yeah, I did love um, one of my favorite parts. And I remembered it like right before it happened. I was like, oh, this is, and it was when Samuel L. Jackson's having that whole like speech of like, we just need to like man up. And that's like, I'm motivating the masses. And I've had it with these mother effing sharks, (laughs) (laughs) mother effing underwater facility. And then it's like chomp. And I was like, wow, that's great. (laughs) It's like, that was wonderful. Because it's just so, because they're like, Oh, motivation. (laughs) Yeah, like we're going to rally and survive and then immediately death. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like full like the Barry uh the Barry Lord Jesus, the Drew Barrymore effect. Because he's like the most well known person going into this movie and they kill him mm-hmm. off pretty quickly out of like everybody. Yeah. As a kid, I was like, What, excuse me? Yeah. And so even now it's so hit. It's a big impact on the movie. I love it. Mm-hmm. Especially like he's that's such a particular character. And I remember feel like we felt um we recognized the one like mechanic i guess he is an engineer uh as the dad in atypical which from scogs is his name yeah yeah he's still learning to act in this one but it was still fun (laughs) but so we just kept referring to him as like dad (laughs) in atypical like young dad so like we were really upset when he was gone because he was yeah because i liked him i enjoyed him in this movie you know who in rewatching who I just couldn't stand was Janice, who is the girl with like the short blonde hair. Growing up, for whatever reason, I liked her. I, I don't know why, but like going into this movie, I was like, oh yeah, she's cool. But then like her first line of dialogue, I was like, oh, she's very boring. She is <laughs> so boring, and she kind of sort of has a relationship with that other researcher guy. Like they really don't give us too much information on like mm-hmm. their relationship, and like that's the only thing about her character that's relatively interesting. And they like cut all of that anyways. So she's very boring in this movie and her line like delivery was just really rough for me the entire time um mm-hmm. she sounded like she's reading like she sounded like she's part of like audiobook or something or like a uh, <laughs> audible because she just sounded like she was reading her script like so clearly every single time and i was like you're taking me out of the movie a little bit here yeah that's how cat felt about atypical dad because he was just very loud yes. <laughs> no, no matter no matter what just yelling on. his line yeah we need to go to here <laughs> We are all in the same tiny enclosed room right. with the water. <laughs> I promise we can hear you. 
yeah, it was like endearing, but also like I was like, oh, he's still learning. He's gonna get <laughs> better because I've seen him later. I've seen him <laughs> in other that. stuff and know he learns how to act then. So this is obviously <laughs> one of his early things, and that's fine. And I'm yeah. still gonna root for him. He was the, one of the only characters that I was like genuinely like, oh. Yeah, I liked he, him a lot. He really wanted to live, and like, not that that means that he has to live, but I, really, <laughs> I wanted him to live too. And because it's one of the wanted to get out, like, wasn't okay in the beginning, but still fought to do it. Like, Janice becomes a liability like immediately because, like, she is that friend that you kind of just have to like run faster than and be like. Sorry. The zombies got gotcha. you. Oh. The sacrifice friend. Yeah, if I keep you around, it's going to be a problem. Like, you're going to go anyway. And you're just going <laughs> to cry the whole time. And I don't want to deal with that. Like, we got to go. <laughs> like, we got to go now. Compartmentalize. Like, now. And then let's go. <laughs> no time. We can decompress later. And he, like, was one of the people who was, like, afraid, but still, like, rose to the occasion and was like, okay, but. I do right. understand. I'm the only one who knows all this stuff. Like I'm the only one who can figure out a way out of here. Um, right. And you need me <laughs> to like, so if he reacted like, you know, Janice did, it would have been awful. I was like sad. Cause she was like, so right. Like calling out like, Oh yeah. Lead scientist lady, being, like you did this. You are why everyone is dead. And she's like, what me, me, <laughs> me <laughs> injected these sharks. Who are you talking about? <laughs> like, <laughs> you're all timers. It's not cause I like, I'm have a big ego. <laughs> Yeah, like, she's like, bow down to me. Um, she, yeah, she has a god complex if I've ever seen one. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow's For sure. Definitely. Big Pharma does whatever it wants. Right. Yeah. That was my thing. Like, watching, like, this whole, like, lab. Like, when he was getting the tour of everything, I was like, there is so much money in this ridiculous, <laughs> random, old Navy-based deep-sea lab thing that we have going on here. Yeah. Like, every little thing, I was like. So much money for what? Like yeah, there's just so much money in it. Do we need to live here for that? Like I don't think so. I don't think we do. I think we can come visit. <laughs> the people leave. I mean, they get rid of everybody who works there. Like at the very beginning of the movie, they're like, "Oh yeah, they're going home for the weekend." I'm like, "So why are any of you here? Just think, yeah. go home." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> right? I guess it's life changing work. I guess or whatever it is. But like, go home, take a breather. It's a nonprofit bowl, but I don't know if it's a nonprofit. If they're getting paid, no, I understand. But if it's like, <laughs> right. you care about what you do, so we're not going to pay you enough, um, yeah. but you're still going to do it because we know you care. That would <laughs> suck. Yeah. Uh, it has to be decent because Carter, at one point, when he's having like one of those random interactions with uh, Samuel Jackson's character, like he mentions the pay being great or something along mm-hmm. those lines. So they're getting paid decent, I would suppose. Yeah. And because he's like, he's, you know, uh, ha- has been formerly incarcerated so he's like this is a job i have and i was like this is pretty like true like out of this entire movie this is the part i believe because right. i watched blackfish <laughs> and all those people who were hanging out with shamu <laughs> like were not qualified and just were like people who needed it and were like vulnerable so they were like yeah we'll put you in with the killer sharks or, or killer whales yes they're called killer whales <laughs> They're your friends. Get in there, and when they eat you, it's really—it's honestly not their fault, and it's not your fault either. But oops, it happened three <laughs> times. Super oh, still around. Yeah, yeah, ridiculous. So I was like, "This is the most accurate part of this whole film." <laughs> like, <laughs> is that it, of course him? Um, and then he even calls it out later. Of like, you picked me because I wouldn't ask any questions. He kept saying, uh, like he kept saying an aquatic turn of phrase and I was very mad about it I can't but he said it like three different times like I wouldn't like 
turn churn the waters or something like he kept saying something oh. like that and i was like enough <laughs> the first time was an eye roll and now it's just aggravating yeah, like when it. he says that like i wouldn't like i don't even know what it was but something like to do with water and I was like, yeah yeah one of those puns like c is already in the title of the like movie. we get we your on floatus in aquatica oh my god the most ridiculous scene for me though is like when the helicopter shows up and like the entire facility just like goes up in flames and starts to collapse (laughs) i'm like that helicopter i mean i don't know like the logistics behind that but like the whole place is coming down because of this one helicopter hitting the building which i (laughs) guess maybe but like if it's an army base of some sort like shouldn't like Like, withstand some type of yeah yeah i mean i I don't know that was it's always so silly to me and the way homegirl dies in the uh the tower i don't she flies back in the worst cgi explosion i've ever seen and it's always hilarious (laughs) it was also like was this like a mass plan from the intelligent sharks to be like i'm gonna opportunity yeah Yeah, like it was like i was like this is very convenient for these sharks that this is what's happening right now. it's also convenient i don't get it i also don't know the logistics behind them being able to like take that one guy on the gurney and like throw him hard enough to where he cracks this glass the way he yeah. does how i know like yeah in the, yeah, water, water, really water. Like, in the water i don't care how fast you are as a shark <laughs> yeah, like, I don't. if it's like and it's designed to be underwater like it should be designed to withstand exactly that being thrown at you <laughs> right i don't care how big your brain is you know bruce the shark like you like the, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're not breaking this window but he does anyways and i also laugh so much when it starts to crack and i forget who tells janice and they tell her oh he's gone let's just go and i'm like well the glass hasn't broken yet like you can maybe try to grab him if the glass breaks like you can maybe yeah. try to get his body they, they just, just like, leave like yeah, <laughs> yeah like, they, they probably could have got him but he just drowns yeah <laughs> i was like no, I was like, this is a safety hazard that none of the doors like open or close in any efficient fashion. <laughs> like every single door was like an entire ordeal, and there was like twenty in this. Every single so, time they go through a door, it's like at least five minutes of them trying to either open it or close. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay. But then I also die of laughter when they talk about like the sharks being able to break down these steel doors. But then when Al Al's inside of that fucking oven, and they yeah, can't, they can't right? just break this oven it just can't get into it for whatever reason but he's able to with what like an axe or something completely dismantle the oven that's on top of him and get through Uh somehow i'm like but these crazy intelligent super strong shards breaking glass busting through steel doors cannot get through this oven it's a really nice oven uh they used a lot of money for that oven Um, (laughs) they should have built the entire facility Inside the oven. material That's where they went wrong. <laughs> like, he realized that it was vibranium. <laughs> and he had Mjolnir. <laughs> That's what he was using. <laughs> I live. Yeah. I was watching What If, so it's like there. <laughs> Marvel's right there. Yeah, it's, uh, they're all achievable. Um, Stormy, I feel like we're, we've been talking and we didn't give a pause. <laughs> so I know, Storm. No, you're good. This movie, like I said, my spot is usually pointing out how ridiculous things are, but that's the whole movie, girl. So <laughs> I feel like I just, I'm just nodding along. I just, I don't understand how we're on like floating Atlantis and just nobody is able to figure out how the fuck to handle these sharks like just let them out 
Like yeah, yeah right? <laughs> they won't murder you. You just let them go. Right. Also, like, it's, if it's just, like, super, like, fancy, like, laboratory. Like, I'm sure they probably have, like, some type of maybe some tracking device on these sharks. I mean, they were able to find the first one who broke out. Mm-hmm. So just, like, let them go so you guys aren't, like, being murdered in masses by these things. Like, let them go free and then, like, I don't know, call the Coast Guard or something to track them down and get them at that point like it didn't like play this out properly like they should have done anything like the else. only people screwed are the coast guard so <laughs> if we let them out yeah they now it's your problem <laughs> we flee the country because we you know we're illegally <laughs> growing brain sharks or breaking harvard <laughs> compacts or whatever's happening yeah. but they probably Our just flee the country <laughs> they were so they're like why did you do that <laughs> They will return in 10 years with a shark army, and that's why they had to murder them. Mm-hmm. They did. Because <laughs> they'll rise up, revolutionize. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to take the land, you dumb humans. Yeah. I wonder what happens in the sequels to these movies. I've never seen, I've not seen them either. any of them, so I don't no. know like what crazy direction we go in. But I hope that there's also like... I just hope they get much more intelligent. <laughs> yeah, I see there's like two. There's, three. there's one that came out yes. in 2020. What? Deep Blue Sea. It says Deep Blue Sea 3, 2020. Mm. Oh my gosh, now we should watch it. Yeah, I heard (laughs) decent things about that. I feel like they have laser eyes. Yeah, <laughs> we put we equipped them with laser eyes. We didn't realize that anything was going to happen. We thought telekinesis. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> they're opening door like, fins. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we gave them opposable thumbs. Was that a problem? Yeah. <laughs> no, and then we also handed them all machetes. I, oh my God. We gave them all science. social security numbers. I don't <laughs> yeah, know why, yeah, but they got them. I hope we that's all, okay. We, we made them all CEOs of mass co- like <laughs> <laughs> revenue companies, and now they're flying to space. I don't know. I just hope <laughs> they like, get more really? stupid like that. I really do hope so, because this yeah. one was so silly. It really is so silly. Yeah. I mean, decent enough story, I guess. Like, it's an interesting story to roll with, like, with them trying to, you know, cure Alzheimer's with sharks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like they do it apparently as well. Like they figure it out in that little testing scenario that they have going on. Like they figure it out, but it's the be all end all. Because also, I mean, I do love that scene though when they're doing the testing and that one random researcher guy gets his arm ripped off. Great, mm-hmm. I thought that was yeah. great. Yeah, well, it makes me yeah. think of like other like animals coming after you movies, and I just think of the gray with <gasps> Liam Neeson. Yeah. That was so good because it was like they were in the wrong place. You know, it wasn't like right. these wolves are super smart. It was just like, you're in their territory. Right. And yeah. you're yeah. Like, that's it. Like, that's how this works. <laughs> but more realistic, yeah. yeah. Um, this movie also gives me tease. I kind of came out around the same time of like Lake Placid. Have you ever seen Lake Placid? I haven't seen it. But oh my gosh. Okay. So if you want to watch something that's also really, really stupid, definitely watch that one. Because it's like a killer crocodile. <laughs> Alligator, oh, no. Okay. It's in one of them. Uh, and it's just hilarious. And uh, if you want to watch something that's really funny, definitely check out that movie. Because this movie gives me like that type of vibe for sure. Goofy. Mm-hmm. I Very really good. enjoyed um, uh, Crawl. Like Gator. Was it good? Florida. It was. I wasn't, I didn't realize it was going to be good. And then I really was. <laughs> I'm but from Florida, so it was like I was like, oh no, I get it. Um, but it's like it was super stressful because <laughs> this 
like they're just cutting you and it would it did really well with like because you think like okay you're getting chased by a gator like how scary is this but they're really right. like they're fighting really hard to survive and things are just not working um and you get really caught up and there's some really cool action sequences like there's one where she's in the shower and it's like trying to get her and she like opens it so that it goes into the into the shower and then closes like the door because it's like one of those sliding like shower doors so she like traps it for a little bit and i was like that's great good job like because she like jumps over (laughs) i was like yeah because you're agile like you're not a gator right uh so it's pretty good um and it's also one of those things because it's like it's just the it there's a hurricane and there's flooding and so now there's gators here they're not superhuman they're just right (laughs) they're just hungry (laughs) you're there you know (laughs) I love movies like that. One though. of I love my biggest like, fears is crazy. Oh, sorry, Stormy. You're good. One of my biggest fears is drowning and gators have like this death roll that they do once they grab onto you. So mm-hmm. anything with a gator, especially like Placid, uh, <laughs> it spooks me. I enjoy it, but um, I have anxiety <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, for sure. Yeah, they're like, they're one of those animals that like just does it for giggles. Sometimes they're like, we just yes. want to t- torture. Like, yeah, it's better scared. Oh my um, God. I saw a TikTok, not, I think it was like the other day or so. Um, and I won't send it to you now, Stormy, because now I know about your fear of uh, being, you know, <laughs> death rolled by uh, an alligator. But it's like a handler. <laughs> <Valid>. out- <laughs> yeah, very valid fear. Uh, but it's like a handler, and she's like at a kid's birthday party, and there's a, you know, I've seen that one. Reason. Did you see it? Okay. Yes. And like, it, yeah. like, just attacks her and like starts to gator roll with her and like pulls her into like little pen that they had for it. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh. what parents are like ordering a gator to show up to the party anyway? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, it was wild. Like, That's a clown. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Come on, figure it out. Get a juggler. I don't, what are we doing? No, it was so terrifying. if you hire a clown, then you end up with John Wayne Gacy and yeah. we start or all over. Or the again. clown from <laughs> Clown. Yeah, I was just trying to pick oh, yeah. the dad, Rico. but then he eats a lot of kids. Yeah, then he eats all the kids. <laughs> I guess and I do see the fear of ordering a clown also. Just <laughs> yeah. stay at home, you know, yeah, have a nice yeah. get together with your Put kids. In front of a TV. <laughs> don't hire a stranger. Don't hire a wild man. Just hang out. A cake was <laughs> pizza. pizza. Yeah, pizza, cake, and ice cream. That's all you need. Yeah, like, they don't need entertainment. Yeah. Give them an iPad. They'll be fine. They'll figure it out. Buy them the new Switch. It'll be okay. They'll need to balloon animals. They don't care about that anyways. Yeah. Or you figure it out. You do it. (laughs) You're the parent. Um, For our listeners, where can they find you so that they can listen? Storm out. You can find the podcast at slash underscore pod slash my gosh. I can't talk <laughs> at slash underscore her underscore pod. There we go. <laughs> um, for personals, I'm at my lonely biscuit and Adrian is Adrian Ray and with two E's. Um, nice. We're pretty much on every streaming platform. So it's pretty yeah. easy to find us. <laughs> yeah. We're I, enjoyed, I enjoyed the, was it a TikTok where it was like, these would be anti-maskers. Oh uh, yeah. I did that. Yeah, <laughs> I really loved that. I was like, yes. 100% yes. all of this. Accurate. I need to do another one, though, because there's so many horror characters that are just, you can already know, you just know they're yeah. going to be anti-mask. <laughs> yeah. It's like we watch enough zombie films to know that those people exist. Like, there are those people who are hiding the bites. 
<laughs> you know, like, yes. Yes. <laughs> I was listening to your guys episode with uh with Girl That's Scary and like I forget who I don't know if it was Cat or Jazz but like one of them mentioned how like that like if anything like that were to happen like I feel like we'd be able to maintain it but if COVID has proven anything it's that if there was a zombie apocalypse we would all die very quickly like yeah. n- that subgenre now has become uh, even more terrifying to me because now if anything happens where there's some type of infection like that then we're all gonna just have to hope for the best it's done now (laughs) because that's my biggest gripe with that was my biggest gripe with zombie movies like in general before covid i was just like people are so dumb they're not gonna just run towards these like mass animals or they're not (laughs) going to like run around outside not wearing masks whenever there's a pandemic and then (laughs) covid hit and i'm like oh i get it now I don't know if we should blame those movies for everybody acting like that at the very beginning of COVID too, especially when they were like buying everything off the shelves. I'm like, you people are so crazy. Like take a chill pill. Like it's just so simple. Everything is so simple and they couldn't even do the most simple tasks. So if there's like a zombie outbreak that's happening. Yeah, like they don't even wash their hands. They're like, how dare? <laughs> how dare you ask me to do we that? We had to teach people how to wash their hands at the beginning of this. Yeah. So I surely, if, if we have to give out detailed instructions of how to kill a zombie, Lord only knows they'll probably start complaining about that and be like, no, 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 no. That's not how you kill the zombies. This is how you kill the zombies. Yeah, and they're not, they're fine. It. Yeah, and there's also like, I think I saw like Will Smith or someone had to come out and like explain that I Am Legend is fiction. <laughs> because like the whole beginning part, like the reason why the monsters exist is because it was supposedly uh, a cure for cancer, I think. Right. Like they were trying to, mm-hmm. and then it was that. And the book is like, uh, is far more separated than that and it's more about isolation <laughs> it's not a good pandemic read because it's like this is awful i want to die um <laughs> but uh uh yeah i just remember him coming out i'm like that's not real <laughs> like people aren't just being infected like when, yeah like this isn't a reason to not get vaccinated <laughs> yeah yeah like don't quote i am legend as your reason <laughs> you do know that like at the end of i am legend spoilers for a movie that was old they come up with a vaccine to heal the people <laughs> right. of the the thing that they think was caused by the vaccine. Yeah. But like, it's like, it still ends up helping. Yeah. They're crazy. Um, they just can't yeah. separate, you know, anything properly. So here we are, you know, round two, year two of the pandemic is well underway. Variants so. abound. Variants, yep. literal variants. Like, are you guys, I can't. All, I literally yeah. Can't. And I people really are still can't. like, Every time I see an article where it's like, I wish I had gotten vaccinated, says COVID patient who's in like, <laughs> can't breathe anymore. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're wild out there. Why they really are wild. Um, wild. <laughs> well, thank you both so much for joining us on our show. Uh, this is super fun. Dream come true. Thank you for having us. <laughs> oh, we yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you for having us. Have us on anytime. We're away, so don't ever. Yeah. We're always here for a good time. So, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. We're planning to have, we'll have you to know, drag you onto our chaos. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> I love that. Switch on. <laughs> yes. We're getting. Uh, we're getting a calendar. Not quite sure. Calendly? I don't know either. We're trying to get that set up so we can just send our calendar to people and you can book whatever. So once we get all that <laughs> and figure out how to use it, we'll send you guys the link for sure. Yeah, awesome. absolutely. That'll be a nice break from whatever 
<laughs> a few topics we're talking about. Although our next series is horror movie musicals. So, <gasps> oh my god, uh, how much fun! Uh, yeah, we were like, that's it. We've we've been sad <laughs> long enough. Honestly, my sad. wettest of dreams. Horror. Movie <laughs> we'll musicals. fix a, a musical. Yeah, yeah. So we're just it's like two months of musicals. So that's what we're yeah. gonna do, and it's gonna be really fun. Love and that. we're gonna dress up for all of them. So uh, that's fun to us. <laughs> should, I was just watching the, the episode yeah. where Kat is dressed as Mr. Bedevil from Countdown, <gasps> and she looks terrifying. I'm going to send it to your Twitter. Really, really, yeah, just because I want to see yeah. now. It's so absurd. Uh, and I think I was just blonde. <laughs> like, I'm the blonde girl that dies. Uh, that was like, there's a few series where it was like, then the classism one where cats Chris Evans. Uh, yeah, that's Chris Evans. It's pretty <laughs> good. <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous. Hmm. Um, I did get to be uh, Dave Franco for, <gasps> for nerves. Yeah, I did the makeup to make. Okay. <laughs> it looks more like Antonio point. Banderas, but it's okay. <laughs> honestly, solid replacement for a Dave. Franco. <laughs> yeah, honestly, we should have had him. Um, <laughs> I would have hopped on his motorcycle. Faster okay. than I would have with right. you know. I don't blame Emma Roberts one bit in that movie. <laughs> not yeah. one bit. I'm like, sure, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't know you, but yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that movie is wild. Like, don't even get me started on nerve. But yeah, if Faye Franco yeah. was the opposite side of me, I would go along with it. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you both so much. Uh, for people listening and watching, be sure to check out Slash Her Pod. Uh, super fun, super fun content, especially if you enjoy this episode. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. But, you know, listen, share some love, follow, uh, like, and subscribe uh, just as you do for us. And with that being said, don't get married. Delete your kids. Yeah.